Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. As a person with a very deep voice, I'm hired all the time for advertising campaigns. But a deep voice doesn't sell B2B. And advertising on the wrong platform doesn't sell B2B either. That's why if you're a B2B marketer, you should use LinkedIn ads. LinkedIn has the targeting capabilities to help you reach the world's largest professional audience. That's right. Over 70 million decision makers all in one place. All the big wigs, then medium wigs. Also small wigs who are on the path to becoming big wigs. Okay, that's enough about wigs. LinkedIn ads allows you to focus on getting your B2B message to the right people. So, does that mean you should use ads on LinkedIn instead of hiring me, the man with the deepest voice in the world? Yes. Yes, it does. Get started today and see why LinkedIn is the place to be to be. We'll even give you a $100 credit on your next campaign. Go to linkedin.com slash results to claim your credit. That's linkedin.com slash results. Terms and conditions apply. Getting engaged is a moment worth cherishing. A one-of-a-kind ring that you design at Blue Nile can help your love sparkle. Just choose your diamond and setting. When you've found the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Finding the right engagement ring can be nerve-wracking. At Blue Nile, you'll have the expert guidance needed and a diamond guarantee that ensures you're getting the highest quality at the best price. Cherish all of life's moments and save up to 30% at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. And with a quick turn, skipper Alex Dock slams it in. There's Lindergaard making Forrest backpedal. Davis looking to help it into the path of Morris, expanding by the deflection. It's Aaron Davis. He could win it. He probably has won it for Yeovil. Oh, and it's an opening goal. What a start. Madden, after just six minutes, gives Yeovil the lead. Stansfield, good turn away from Trott. Goal. Hello, how are you? Welcome to another episode of the Glovers Cast with me, Ian Perkins, and the trio is complete again. It's myself, Ben Barrett. Oh no, Ben. What? I kept you on mute. (laughs) I told you he was tired. So Ben's here. (laughs) I am here, I promise. Sorry. (laughs) It's not your fault. And Dave Coates. A midweek. Hello there. He's done double duty this week. Yeah, he's putting in the hard yards for you. Yeah, 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 absolutely. And I think after, you know, after the goal we conceded at the end of last night, I think this might be your shining moment on the Glover's cast. I I, I have nothing to say on that at all. I was equally <laughs> heartbroken as the uh, as the rest of everyone. And and I will say for Ruben Reed, it was a great finish, wasn't it? But, um, yeah, unfortunately in the wrong net, but yeah, we'll come to that. Yeah, so we are normally me and Ben have, you know, we we'll, we normally get two nights in between a match, don't we? But well, a midweeker anyway. But we're we're recording listener the night after our two-one loss, where oh, it was a good game, wasn't it? What did you make of the game? It was it sort of it started slow, but it felt like it really ratcheted up halfway through the first half and um yeah an enjoyable watch what do you think ben uh dave you go first because i think i'm gonna differ to dave slightly mm-hmm. all right okay well, i have to uh, after have to think of something different to say but no I, I i i did think it it was a good game of uh it was a good game of football two very good sides two sides who ring good form I mean, when when you look back at um, their previous results, Bromley were actually in slightly better immediate form than we were. Um, and I thought, yeah, first half, we, we sort of sussed each other out, didn't we? Um, uh, yeah, there wasn't there wasn't a great deal in, in, in that first half. And then the second half, it, uh, it came into life a little bit. I mean, one thing I will say about it is, I think I said in the 
uh, Monday podcast. Uh, it would probably be Michael Cheek we were talking about. And um, there you go, straight into the first half. That's that's exactly who it was we were talking about. So, no, I, I would agree with you. I thought it was a good game of a good game of football. Just um, yeah, a bit of a heartbreaking way to finish. Go on then, Ben. I wasn't overly enamoured about the way that we played. Oh yeah, I, I mean, I don't. I, should... I go on. I I was caught up in in the immediate aftermath of what the hell just happened how have we lost that game what is going on why is my head about to fall off what has Ruben Reed gone and done and then I slept on it as per rule two I slept on it and I, I thought about it today a couple of times actually and just thought I don't remember their keeper making a save a proper save anyone anyone remember their keeper making a proper save I'm trying to remember one. Can remember a couple of oppor- of guilt-edged opportunities at the end there going. Uh, that wasn't the question. That wasn't the question. We haven't <laughs> we haven't challenged their keeper. Yeah, I Adam think Adam Smith. Smith had, Adam had... Smith has pulled off at least two genuinely brilliant saves, and there was a couple of other moments where the ball was just bouncing and chundering around the six-yard box, <laughs> and how they haven't scored, I don't know. Everything between the two 18-yard boxes was fine. Absolutely fine. I think we controlled. I think we kind of we broke up where we needed to break up. We got forward quickly. The wide men of of Neufeld and and then Knowles and, and and Worthington when he was in midfield thought they did absolutely fine. Not got a lot to moan about the way we turned defence into attack or got back and things like that. But inside eighteen yards of either goal mouth, we were pretty darn average yesterday. Yeah, and. Well, I mean, and, we were messaging yeah. back and forth, weren't we, throughout the evening, thinking there was, you know, that link up between the attack and the midfield wasn't quite on point, was it? You know, we we mm. we talked about Albie, Albie Skendy the other the other day. We seem to talking about quite a bit at the moment, and you know, I sort of thought before I thought, you know, when everyone else plays well, Albie plays well. Um, maybe it is the other way around, and when Albie plays well. Everyone else plays well, and at the moment he's not. For me, he's not playing fantastically well. Uh, no, not not for me. I think my my overriding feeling right now is that there is absolutely no way that team gets any worse by adding Matt Warburton in. And I, I'm I'm sorry that that's come to that because I don't want to unnecessarily just bang on that door over and over again. But again, like I say. I feel like when you need a moment of quality and we didn't have Reed on the pitch and Reed can do that when he wasn't on it felt like we were we were struggling to find that that killer pass that instinctive incisive final ball final touch little flick around the corner cross in whatever it might be and it stood out like a sore thumb that we didn't have it and yeah I was I was impressed with Quigley I was impressed with Quigley um, I thought he did a lot of good work back to goal. He's not Ruben Reed. He's a, he's a different type of player and he's a different level of experience. But what was asked of him, I felt he linked up quite nicely again with the two wider players from midfield. Um, so I, I, I liked having Quigley in there. I, I did like that. There was a part of me that thought I wouldn't have minded seeing all three and maybe have Ruben Reed do, the, do, do that sort of link up play between the attack and the midfield. But for me right now, Maybe it's just sheer amount of football. Maybe it's just sheer volume of football. Um, but it's time to take Skendi out now and, and try somebody else because it, it, it was what was lacking. It was what was lacking. We had the possession. We had the ball. We had little to no issue in controlling the middle third. But not being able to do anything with it and dictate the play with it has essentially cost us. Essentially cost us. Because we made chances, we did make chances, and as the second half went on, we made guilted chances. And as we've alluded to, Reed and Murphy, of all people, did miss really, really good chances. And it felt like but, those chances came, you know, those chances came when there was tired legs as well, didn't they? You know, it, it in the first half, like you said, we didn't we didn't create a lot in the first half at all, really. And that's where you're thinking, you know, where's that, where's that person? 
who's going to make something happen and force the issue now, early doors, rather than when, you know, legs are tired and we're getting towards the end of the game. I think we were probably looking at Neufeld to do that. And I think he did do it in some occasions. He had a few sort of uh, of his kind of mazy runs forward, didn't he? But you, you can't rely on one, one player to, to do it. And, I mean, Worthington, for me, was, you know, certainly in the first half, was one of our, certainly one of our better players. Not our best player, I thought. He looked very industrious. He was his usual self, you know, here, there and everywhere. But strangely, when he came off and Knowles came on, I think we, we looked a lot better. And I re-came on um, slightly later than that. But I thought when, when he came on, we, we looked to have the industry, but going going forward as well with um, sort of Neufeld one side and Knowles on, Knowles on the other. But um, yeah, Skendi uh, through the middle, I, I think you're right. We're looking at the, the updated, now updated spreadsheet. Skendi's only actually not played 90 minutes twice since... Um, since that win against Aldershot, and, and one of those he played 81 minutes against Barnet. So, yeah, he's he's got a lot of football under his belt in in the last few. And I quite agree. I mean, I'm not sure whether you can bring Matt Warburton, you know, fresh from what one minute against Hartlepool, however long ago that was, and then um, chuck him straight into the fray and expect him to be Matt Warburton. But um, yeah, there's there, there's something got to change there. I think um, with the with Skendy, but he always seems to play doesn't he i sort of feel like we're we're reliant like there's no other person who can play that obviously there's warburton but there's no there was no one on the bench who could come on and go in that position really i know i don't think jimmy smith's the answer there anymore um although maybe it was worth a go and keep it on charlie lee yesterday but do you know what i mean maybe it is reed just behind quigley and uh and 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 murphy i mean yeah, what have we what have we got to lose by giving it a uh, giving it a go? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe that maybe that's the way to go. But it just felt like you know if there was no other way of mixing it up, it didn't feel like last night. If it, it you know it was it had to be Albi behind or bust, and unfortunately it was bust. <laughs> yeah, very bust. <laughs> very very bust. Um. So the penalty, should we talk... Or actually, let's talk about Bromley's goal because that was really nice attacking football um, from them. And, uh, well, anyone who gives the top scorer in the National League freedom of the box probably doesn't deserve to be on the end of a winning result. And there were two or three of them that gave him freedom of the box there, weren't there? There were at least... I think it was Max on its player, but um, there were certainly... I saw Billy Sass Davis and, and, and Charlie Lee within the, the same uh, area as Michael Cheek as well, and none of them seemed to get get across to them. Um, I mean, Adam Smith... There's not a lot you can do from from that kind of situation, is there? But, um, yeah, there was. it was a, a disappointing goal to... Uh, goal to concede but again as I said you know against a very good um a very good Bromley side and some of the stuff they played um and you know some of the stuff we played as well I know what Ben's saying about outside of um you know until we got into 18 yards from goal uh there, there was some very you know, as a neutral you would watch that and think actually there's some there's some quite good football playing there but I, I guess we're not neutrals are we <laughs> no we're not neutrals but also we're we are I don't know. Looking for, for looking for more, aren't we? Looking for extra all the time. Looking to just to get this duck off our back about not being able to beat anybody that, li- that currently stood above us. So frustrating that we keep falling just short. And yesterday felt like the chance, didn't it? It felt like the opportunity to get a victory against somebody who was above us. And I don't know. Make a bit of a statement. Make a bit of a a play to ourselves as much as anyone that actually. We can get in amongst it. We can get in amongst it. Um, so yeah, it, I, uh, yeah. What, you, what 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 a shame! What a shame. Do you think we're extra deflated because we've you know we were seven on a row at home and it sort of it felt like home was our place and, and you know nothing quite takes the wind out of yourselves like a a loss when you're sort of on a roll and thinking it's going to be plain sailing. Not just not just a loss, though, is it? 
if 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 we'd have lost two one and Michael Cheek had scored in the fifty sixth and the sixty sixth minute, and we'd equalised in between and a game and just petered out, you kind of go, okay, bit of a shame, but let's move on, let's crack on. It was just how how we defeated. You'd have taken that one all draw. Yeah, the context have, and and yeah, and so minutes. that's the thing that I think stings for me. I I still can't get my head around it. I really cannot. <laughs> And I don't think Bromley would say to you that they they didn't that we didn't deserve a point. I, I can't imagine there's it. Well, there probably is, but I can't imagine there's too many Bromley fans out there could put their hands on their heart and say we didn't deserve a point out of it. That's the thing that that, that gets me the most is, and I know it's a freak goal, and having said you know you you, you could try that a million times again and and and, and never do it, and it's probably true. But um, yeah, you really felt like you know, there were there were hands in head. Uh, heads in hands, even hands in hands. Um, <laughs> at the at the uh, uh, after that one wasn't there, and you just felt saw Adam Smith sat there um, after that goal went in a little, yeah, just wondering what what the hell had just happened. And I think we probably all felt the same. I know I uh, threw something at my television screen. Luckily missed it. But, um, <laughs> I wish Ruben really missed it. Uh, I mean, let's let's before we before we talk about the the absurdity of of their winner our winner their win you know um <laughs> the, <winner. laughs> yeah. the uh we equalized through a, a penalty i think everyone's sort of hearts were uh in their mouths at that point but uh, should we have ever doubted reese murphy from the spot at the moment God, what that was shearer-esque wasn't it that penalty top bins as the cool kids call it they do that's balls that's ballsy Mm. That's confidence for you. That's that's a striker in, in confidence. So put that up there, because if you blaze that over, you look so stupid. Yeah, you look so so stupid. Um, yeah, lovely, I lovely penalty all round. I don't think the stream gave. It's impossible to to really rate the decision to give the penalty there because I felt even when the stream, you know, you slow mo it down. It's not really a proper slow mo camera, is it? And it's obviously they've dived in. Like a, I don't know what they dived in, like a keeper, really, haven't they? But it, yeah, it all yeah. happened so quick and at such a pace that um, the referee had to, you know, was on the ball to make the decision there. Really, I think we'd seen, we've probably seen, you know, penalties for more not given. Nice oh yeah. Web- I was going to say nice of Byron Webster to do it. It was Webster, wasn't it? But uh, yeah, yeah, I think it was. Yeah, yeah. I think it was. <laughs> Agent Webster. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> What what beats per minute did you have when uh, when Murphy was stepping up on your heart then? Because I'll be honest with you, I, I mean, what, I just had visions of his one at Woking, had visions of Luke Wilkinson smashing that one against Stockport. Um, I, all the nightmares that I thought I'd put behind me with all the counselling I've had um, suddenly came flooding back. My heart was going like uh, like the clappers, I think. But um, like you say, you really shouldn't with that man stepping up against it, should it? No, no. I think do you do you reckon you get more on edge uh at home rather than in the ground? Yeah. Oh, do you? Uh well, it, it, you kind of feel like you can't do anything about it. Yeah, when you're yeah, right. yeah. At least at least when yeah. at least when you you you're there. Um, you know, depending obviously which end the against, but you can you can at least shout something or wave or, or try and have some kind of an influence. But you're just sort of unable to do anything other than cross your fingers and close your eyes and hide behind your hands, aren't you? Maybe maybe I'm living this a little bit too much. But, um... I'm going to say that I I find it maybe the other way round. I feel like I'm I'm a, when I'm at home, I'm kind of I have no one to bounce off. I have no one to look around and go well. That person down there is absolutely confident, is loving it, is cheering, is happy. Is That person over there is really <laughs> nervous. My wife doesn't care when I'm sat on the sofa watching this game. She's just annoyed that I'm interrupting MasterChef. So <laughs> it's, um, yeah, I, I'd rather be in the ground, I think. I think oh, I'd yeah, I think, I think I'd rather be in the ground, but I feel like I, I think I'd be more calm in the ground because there's that outlet, whereas, you know, I'm just sat on the sofa at home thinking... Oh God, oh God! Whereas at least when you're surrounded by you know your fellow comrades, you're you're all you're all there influencing something. I don't know. Yeah. Just a, a... Can I can I just say, as someone who still bears the scars of uh, of Ben Barrett dragging me down the Thatcher's Terrace when Ed Opson scored that header against <laughs> Sheffield United, 
<laughs> I, uh, I I know that he is far from far from calm uh, when, when when a goal goes in. Although that one, I think we could probably forgive anyone for getting excited about. But limbs, as the cool kids say again. Oh, you been... all the cool kid <laughs> phrases tonight. <laughs> Oh, yes. Okay, so then before the winner, it was all a bit... I don't know, we should have scored. Oh, they had that absolute sitter, didn't they? That somehow they conspired to miss. Or Adam, I don't know, maybe Adam Smith's a Jedi and just (laughs) used the force to bring the ball into him. Um, But there was a couple of chances that we, you know, really you'd have put good money on Murphy to put us 2-1 up. Yeah, with that that, the Murphy head, the Murphy header in particular, because the camera's perfect on that angle as well, isn't it? Yeah, it was right in behind him, and it just it just sat there so nice. Um, yeah, there's not a lot you can say about that. I really. think they knew, didn't they? You could tell all around. They sort of all of them had their heads on their hand. I had my heads on my my head, my hand on my head at that point as well. Why, why was, is everyone? None of us. Why is, <laughs> why is everyone putting their hands in their heads? <laughs> Stop it! <laughs> Just, yeah, um, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, I was, was, I yeah. was, you know, I was absolutely mirroring what was going on on the pitch with the players at that point because I don't know. Just it was almost a dead set, wasn't it? They was, they would go in. Do you think that? Do you think that shook a couple of players? Do you think that kind of felt like that was it? That was the chance, and now it had gone. Well, I don't know. I thought it was. And then I saw that there was, you know, another three minutes to go. And I thought, oh, we might press on here. And then Re- did Reed have the chance after as well? Or was that no, after? No, that was just before Murphy's, wasn't it? I think he, he had one. And then yeah. he, obviously, the own goal. And then he had another one just after that, didn't he? So the one just after that was probably not as easy as the one he had before. But yeah, when you, when your two strikers, or the two strikers you've got on the pitch, had um, both missed. Good opportunities, I think we could call them both. You do start to wonder what's going to go on. <laughs> and then what went on. Yeah. And then, uh, you know, Reed throws the match, doesn't he? I don't yeah. think he could do that again if he tried at either end of the pitch. So, what was he trying? <laughs> he seemed to be was trying he... to head it out for a, for, for a corner, didn't he? I mean, I think I said to well, you. No, ben, surely not. Has he, has he not just come off the back of his head? Well, he tried to head it the other way and just mistimed it and it's come off the back of his head. His whole body moves towards the goal, doesn't it? As if he's trying to do it. But you, you get the impression that he thinks there's someone there, like there's someone immediately behind him. But you, you do have to wonder why, of all the options that he had, he felt like that was the, the best one. I don't know what, what you guys thought, but Adam Smith's position on that as well? I mean, he, uh, I'm not having that. Being <laughs> header. Not yeah. Either. Not having it. You don't think? Nope. No. I think there's been a few. There has been a few times, and 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 I'm not going to say. Well, we haven't got another goalkeeper, have we? So, but there have been a few times in the last, uh, in this season, and when he was with us last season as well, where Adam Smith's positioning and uh, perhaps uh, Manuel Neuer-esque uh, ability to uh, to go wandering um, does has set my heart racing. There's something wrong with my heart but, um, uh, on, on, on occasions I mean like you say that one he did have one didn't he <laughs> that was, yeah that clearance he did have one where he came out too far and found himself in no man's land and I kind of had a oh my word moment but how is a goalkeeper meant to even consider that as an option yeah I, how is I, a go- if, if, if your goalkeeper's planning for your own striker to put one in the absolute top corner then he's probably in the wrong position. Yeah, I fancy Reed to loop one in here. I might just stand by yeah. the post. Yeah, exactly. So no, you can't. Oh, no, ridiculous. I'm not. I'm not having that one. Little bit. No, and I'm. I'm. Uh, I'm not the chairman of the Adam Smith fan club, but <laughs> I think. <laughs> I think any sort of, I don't know, any sort of criticism of Smith, he's got enough credit in the bank for the saves he's made throughout this season for me that I don't think you'll find you know at this level you're not going to find a keeper who can do absolutely everything perfectly um no. but he's a phenomenal shot stopper and I think that save from that save from Duffus he's made some good ones this season but that save from Duffus has got to be up there at the top for me I think the pace the power of that header the just how close it was to the goal for him to react and 
keep that one out. I think Duffus was as shocked as uh, as yeah. I was really that he managed to keep that one out. Yeah, I agree entirely. I agree absolutely entirely. I think he's been absolutely brilliant at a time at the beginning of the season we were playing badly, but we kept saying on this podcast, we're not getting battered, we're not getting battered, we're we're still in games, we're you know, we're not losing by a lot. Some of that was down to him. <laughs> Some of that was down to him. So at times where we've been poor, he's been good. And so, yeah, more than enough credit in the bank for Adam Smith. Mm. Anything else from the game you want to you wanna touch on? I mean, the manager was quite happy after, wasn't he? he, he not happy, but he... Yeah, it was he, odd, wasn't it? I, yeah, he, he sort of... He's caveating everything with this as a young team and he's excited about the future of this young team. So, I don't know. I, don't, I, I feel like he thinks the playoffs are a stretch um, for us. A little bit, and he's just giving that sort of encouragement to say these players are going to be great next season. You know, he's he's. It feels like he's building towards next season now, as we spoke about on Monday. Um, I think he's gone for the "don't go bust, don't go down" uh, philosophy, hasn't he? I think. But um, <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, I don't know what we think. What do we think? Do we think our playoffs are are a complete delusion at the moment? I. After in the immediate aftermath of uh, Tuesday night, I did consider myself deluded, um, and I did, <laughs> and and then I did think to myself, well, if we get six points against Notts County uh, in the in in the next two, then maybe we do. But I remember thinking that about uh, well, if we get six points against Bromley and Notts County home and away, then that that, that would do it. It mentioned before comes down to the. Um, not being able to beat teams above us, and now there's even more teams above us than there was when we started on Tuesday night. So only only one more, yeah. Only well, one that, more. That is more then. So, um, <laughs> but statistically, that is more. I think I think I think Dave's pretty much put the nail on the head. I think we're about to find out. I think this double header against Notts County will make or break it. If 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 we get six points, just just because they are seventh, <laughs> they are seventh. They are on forty two points. If we get four points against these two, a draw and a, wi- a draw and a win, we go level with them. If we get six, we will go two points above them. And I know that everyone's played different number of games. Notts County have four games in hand on us, so I would very much expect them to take over us once again. But it's a beating a good team that's expected to be in and around those playoffs anyway. It's b physically being inside them. Remember how we had that little weird little maths thing where if we'd have beaten Chesterfield 3-0 and someone else had lost 3-0, we'd have physically been in the playoffs. I think that would be a bit of a point, is that we haven't actually been in them yet. We're close, four points away close. But I think if... I I think literally these two games will define it. If we get nothing out of these two games, no. Win them all then? Win them all, draw them all. Win or draw them all. We won't yes. draw, will we? No, we won't no. draw. If, if 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 it comes to it, someone will stick one in their own frigging net if we're one or. It's it's ruining my spreadsheet. That, that draw a draw would ruin my spreadsheet. So I'm quite <laughs> quite happy with that. Yeah, yeah. yeah how's it about Notts County? Is they they uh they were two 0 down at Boreham Wood on the on Tuesday, came back and, and, and got it to all. But um, I don't know if, if you had a look, but their manager is not a popular man. And um, even after they, they came back and, uh, and, and nicked a point against, as we know from a few weeks back, a, a not bad Boreham Woodside, um, there were still lots of people saying, I don't care, he's still got to go. So I was fearing that they'd lose that and then they'd get their new manager bounce against us on uh on, on on Saturday, but we were talking about um, post match uh, conference uh, press conferences. Carl Dickinson, who I know will come on to for other reasons shortly, was was it interviewed at the end there? I think he again sounded confident, sounded like right. Let's you know bounce on into the next um, in, into the next game. Obviously, ex Notts County player. I think he said there's not anybody in the playing side that um, he would have played with at, at, at the time. But um, yeah, they're going to be. You wonder what their confidence is going to be like because they've just got a they got a point when they definitely didn't think they were going to get a point, but they're in some slightly rocky form of their own. So could be, could maybe, possibly. <laughs> I don't think you know. Hopefully. <laughs> 
one point that I noticed about Notts County is after this double header against us, they have an FA Trophy semi-final. And I do wonder, with their good position and their games in hand, whether or not they may just be thinking, let's get let's get to Hornchurch unscathed and just book a day out at Wembley and get that kind of in the bag. And and so I do wonder, especially if we especially in the home game, second time round, if if we can get a good result away at Notts County, even a point, even a battling point, I do wonder if they'll rest a few players with niggles or injuries, they'll They'll keep a couple out or whatever it may be because they've got that in their mind. We've already heard today from I think it was was it the Woking boss who's in the other set? Is it Woking in the, in the other semi final? Yeah, they've yeah. and they've 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 said basically the FA Trophy is the only thing that matters. Yeah, yeah, and they'll furlough everyone. They, yeah, yeah they said if they go out, they'll furlough the lot and. So there, I, I I wonder if again looking at the standings, where are Woking? Woking aren't exactly out of it, are they? Eighteenth. Uh, 31 points. Oh, oh. Yeah, they are out of it. <laughs> Sorry, I got my Wokings mixed up. Who did they get them mixed up with? Yeah, they got three They got three games on us, though, haven't they? So, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Up to 40 points. But well, maybe. Ian pointed out that Chesterfield are below us now. So, it's just, you know, Gloucester old boys. Yeah, Gloucester. <laughs> Gloucester Rezies. Uh, a, a loss for them. Um, that's always get the enjoyable, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> it is for you. You got you got a thing about them. <laughs> I just want them to bite, you know. Yeah. Just stir it up a little bit. I'm sure they're not listening. Um, what else? Yeah. So the woking thing was. Yeah, that was one of the things I wanted to talk about. But we've done that one. But I suppose the big, big, massive news at Hewish Park is uh, our left backs on his way at the end of the season. Uh, back up north. Up north. It's nowhere near the north. Well, it's yeah. for me. Yeah, not, not for us. Nor for you. <laughs> Bristol, I get a nosebleed going there. Yeah. <laughs> that's, has, that's, has anybody tonight checked on the welfare of Elliot Watson, Andy Craig? Oh, I'm worried. I'm worried about. Stood on bless the bridge him. over Tesco. Bless <laughs> him. Oh yeah. Oh. It's uh, well, I don't know if it's shocking news or not, really. When you when I you think... when you think about it, you know he's he's got a young family. He still lives in Stoke, doesn't he? And commutes. Um, you know it, it makes perfect sense. And it's quite a, for Carl Dickinson, really. When you think about what happened to him under Darren Way, it's been a total reden- redemption story for us at Yeovil Town. We've seen him come in as a, a key player, be sort of phased out by the manager, and then he's come back in and. You know, as Dave's spreadsheet proves, he is, uh, you know, the winning formula for us. Still proves, incidentally. He's still top, <laughs> although slightly less... Uh, less on, top. On, <laughs> less top, but uh, no, he's definitely still top. Adam Smith second, so, yeah. Um, but no, I, I, I agree with you. And I didn't realise he's going to be a full-time manager as well in the Northwest Counties League, which there can't be too many full-time managers there, I wouldn't have thought. But Did you say the, nor- right. the Northwest? Northwest counties. So it's north. Oh, north. (laughs) And I also didn't realise that he's playing alongside Ricardo Fuller, who he played with when he was uh, um, Stoke Stoke City, didn't he? And picked him in his his all-time Stoke City team as well, Dickinson. I heard on a a Stoke podcast not so long ago. So uh, I don't know whether that's got anything to do. A Stoke podcast? Yeah, he did a a Stoke podcast. What are you doing listening uh, to a Stoke podcast? I, I have, but I was waiting to hear from Carl Dickinson, but I'm waiting for you two to pull your finger out and get him on. You know, he's been on every other podcast. Why has he not been on yours? Well, they all listen. They're all, it's an open invitation, Dave. They all listen. Lads, come on. You're welcome. <laughs> he's just oh, saving are, the best gonna... till last, isn't he? That's it. Yeah. We're going to, we, we will. We'll put a call out. Sam, listen, Sam. Sam, Sam Collard, end of the season. We want Carl, please. Is that all right? Thank you. Cheers. There you go. Done. <laughs> Requested. Sorted. Yeah, so, um, I mean, fair. fair. Only, Go on. He's only thirty-three. I thought he had. I thought he had another year in him. Well, maybe I he does. But he had another. Maybe he does, but I, I don't know. He, he's, you know, he, he talks a lot about his lad, his lads at an academy, isn't he? And, um, you know, I, I think it was more of a close to home sort of thing for me. Would you want to? Yeah. You know, if you, well, I don't know, yeah. you probably would 
drive all the way from Leeds to Yeovil to just to play for Yeovil, Ben? Do you think? Probably, probably, yeah. Dave, Dave has done more miles than any Yeovil player ever in support of Yeovil. So, but I definitely yeah. wouldn't pick myself to play for Yeovil. <laughs> <laughs> I promise you that. Yeah, not even left I back. Think, uh, yeah, yeah. Well, no, certainly not left back. Um, but left back in the changing room, maybe. Hey. But, <laughs> but um, no, I think maybe this these these past twelve months, as well as uh, you know, made Dicko think about. What's important um, in his in his life, as you said, he talks about his um, his kids a lot. He obviously doesn't want to leave that area. He, I think his wife, I'm sure I heard some. His wife works at Alton Towers, so um, she's obviously got a. Um, uh, You've listening a, to a, Alton Towers podcast as well. <laughs> no, no. Yeah, it's a real roller coaster. That. Oh, <laughs> oh no! That's it. I, I can't do it. Oh I'm no! Who, who invited this guy? Get my own coat. <laughs> Oh dear, oh dear. Oh, oh, I'm more shocked oh, by that than I was you, Ruben Reed's header. <laughs> where do we go from there? Where do you go from there? Uh, oh my word. I think right, Dave's um, going to have to take us somewhere from there, I think. So I him. think. Are, are we all pre seasoning in Stoke, though, yeah? Yeah. Hanley Town. Ha- is it Hanley Town away? Looking forward ha- to it. Yeah. Hanley Town. We'll, we'll, we'll do Port Vale and Stoke City as well while we're there. Let's make a tour of it. A potteries tour. <laughs> potteries tour. Just potter yeah. about in the uh, Midlands. Uh, Ian, Ian, get the get the cotton wool to go when you pass Bristol. <laughs> cotton wool, like you know. There you go. Well, I've got to go through Gloucester. Oh no. Yeah, you have. Yeah, I've never been it's, so far. It, I know. It's the Chesterfield it. players. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, brilliant. Good. Good luck, Dicko. I think that's the easiest way to finish that bit. Good luck to him. Yeah. Thank you. And we look forward to you lifting the trophy at Wembley to finish off in your last <laughs> your last game. Uh, do we, that's, that's do we from here talk about that's, Paddy? Yeah, I was going to say, speaking of trophies and Wembley, uh, Sir Patrick of House Madden, uh, he came on quite early last night for Stockport, didn't he? Half an hour in, he was, he was pulled on, but he didn't get on the score sheet. 250k though apparently 250k that's what i uh, that's what i read in the, the my, my one of my local papers the blackpool gazette fleetwood were quoting 250k wonder if we had a sell on oh, i suppose that might have been gone by now by a fleetwood yeah gone twice <laughs> and 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 scunthorpe the scunthorpe one would have come in wouldn't it we had so we got did we not get caught of they reckon i've i've seen 300k but God what, what, what that we got for him from yeah, Scunthorpe? I, I don't know if that's accurate or not, but Jeez. I guess that paid for Norm's conservatory, I suppose. Yeah, yeah, it's nice, isn't it? Nice. Need an extension. Um, that it, it's a big old roll of the dice from from Stockport, isn't it? It's unreal money. It's unreal money for the National League, and it you know it. Well, it shows what their their. Uh, their owner is willing to do to get them back in the football league after however many years of being out of it, because I think they've they've fallen down, haven't they? County they they were in the the old Division One, not the old Division All the way One. Down to National League North, didn't they? In the end, of yeah. it, and then bounced back up, and they spent don't they get a lot of money in the summer as well, wasn't it? The Jenny, uh, two, the two Jennings lads that they signed, they signed uh, Hogan, the centre half who came from Salford, I think. So. They spent quite a bit of money in the summer and, and now seem to be dismantling it for the new the new culture. Paddy seems to be the um the standard bearer of it. Well of, of all the of all the teams up there, they've actually not scored as many goals as some around them. They've only scored thirty nine goals. You look at the teams like Torquay forty seven, Sutton forty five, Bromley forty five, even we've got forty three. So they've not actually scored the largest number of goals, and and I do wonder if that that's their if that's the bit that they think they need to um um improve sort of yeah sort sort of finish off the the package because they they've got two games in hand on Hartlepool and would go above them if they won them both, and they're in second, so I wonder if they're not even thinking playoffs. I wonder if they're thinking we can catch. Well, I think if you spend two hundred and fifty two hundred and fifty grand on a striker, I think you're probably it's a hell mary, isn't it? Yeah, it is. Let's go for yeah. this and and win it. There's a lot of money at the top of that league, though, isn't there? Wrexham, <laughs> County. You know they're not short of short of a few quid either. Um, 
And I mean, that's probably, you know, if if that's the fee, then can you blame Fleetwood for turning that, not turning that down? You know, 31-year-old striker in League One. Yeah, we'll take 250 grand, please. Yeah, yeah, you would, all day long. And I, I assume they're not, I'm assuming it, Paddy's on more than £4.50 a week. Yeah. So I imagine he's not he's not losing out, if not gaining more, for dropping down a couple of leagues. So I imagine it suits all all round. So yeah, their chairman was quoted in that piece I just mentioned about saying it was a good deal for everybody. So I think mm. it, your assessment there, Ben, is probably <laughs> yeah. spot on. And he had a big smile on his face in the picture as well. This obviously <laughs> a happy man. <laughs> yeah. Well, good the luck. Luckily, Irish. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, good and good luck to him. And just don't score against us on the final day, please. Don't score against us on the final day. My, my, I just couldn't. I couldn't hack it. Maybe I'll do a Reuben Reed for yes. us on the final day. Yes, That'd be do good. that. Mm. Remember him missing that penalty against us up at uh, for Scunthorpe, didn't he? Or I say missing was obviously saved, wasn't it? But um, was it? Yeah. You say it was Gareth Stewart, wasn't it? It was. Like, Arthur Krijak went off with a very nasty head injury. I was going to say, like that feels like <laughs> well after the times that Gareth Stewart would be playing in goal for Yeovil. <laughs> he that was his first game for uh, two years, three years. Wow, was something like that at the and time? Played for a long time, Eddie. At that point, yeah. And then we went and got oh my word, oh, we went and got Scott Loach. You're right, yeah, it was Scott Loach, who again always seems to play well against us whenever we play um, against him, doesn't he? But yeah. Apart from when he played for Barnet the other night. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, hopefully yeah. not well again in a couple of weeks' time. Um, the other bit of news that uh, we've got here is uh, Mr. Sass Davis uh, called up for Wales. Who'd have thought he, would, he was Welsh, eh? Yeah. Billy, Billy <laughs> Davis, yeah, it's under 21s, isn't it? He's been called up for, or has he been? He, he hasn't been called up for, yeah, before. no, 2023s, possibly, right? 23s, 21, something like that, yeah, one of the youth teams. And we haven't had it confirmed yet, but I think he's out of Barnet. Is it 26 looking at this? The game, a friendly against uh, Republic of Ireland, he says. Um, so yeah, the 2026 20, he would play. So who have we got? You're right, yeah, Barnet at home on the 27th, so. So unless he um, is either told by Wales, we've called up a lot of players, we don't need you, thanks for coming, you're part of our future, go back to your club, or he's going to do some crazy two games in 48 hours thing, I think he's out of Barnet, and that might make things a bit interesting defensively. Yeah, do you think he'll be in a position for Wilco then? We don't really know, do we, a bit soon? Yeah, it might be a bit soon. Might be a bit soon. You might have more luck getting Collins back. Or Charlie Lee goes back there. Yeah. Or Dicko goes in the middle and Kelly goes left back or something. Or Skendy goes back and Warburton plays. Who knows? I don't know. I'm less fearful than I maybe was. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Without without question. Yeah, without question. Okay. So long as, I mean, (laughs) the unfortunate thing would be for Max Hunt to go hobbling off against Notts County, wouldn't it? And then you're starting to go, oh, okay. Now we're struggling. Now you've said it. Don't. Yeah, now I now I've said it. I know I've said it, haven't I? So sorry. When he goes off in the eighty fourth minute of the second game, yeah, it's even eighty minutes now. Come on, yeah. Come on. <laughs> it, it, it it does take us under a question though, doesn't it? There was a question with regards to Lee Collins, I think. There was. Glover Gav, I've got it. Yeah, Gav, Three Valleys alumni. Uh, can Lee Collins be close to fitness if he currently isn't making the bench? I, I mean, Lee Collins, it feels like he's... When did he first get injured? Dagenham. And then he came on yep. for a half? I was going to say, he came back, didn't he? And then was gone again. Yeah. yeah. So I'm just looking at the spreadsheet, and he played uh, three games, 77 minutes against Maidenhead. He came on, didn't he, when... Who was it? Someone went off, didn't they? Against yeah. Maidenhead. And he came on for uh, the final 77. And then he played the 90s at, uh, against Dover. And he played the 90 against Stockport. And then, obviously, got sent off for his... Uh, oh, yeah, of course. Enthusiastic tackle, shall we call it, <laughs> um, in, in in that game. But, yeah, so Stockport away was his uh, was his last game. And I believe he's had an injury after his suspension. So, But I, I can't believe that he's not far away. 
Um, and I can't believe that he wouldn't be on the bench um, if, he, if, if, he, if he was available. When you look at the players that we had on the bench um, against Bromley, you'd think he would probably feature on that one. Kelly Smith, Knowles, Reed, Dagnall. Do you have him on as uh, alongside those? Who would you lose, Dagnall? Probably, yeah. I mean, well, yeah. If you've got, if you, you'd have probably have Quigley or Reed on the bench, wouldn't you? Yeah. And then Knowles or Worthington, Smith or Lee, and uh, I, I guess Kelly, Kelly stays. But um, yeah, maybe Kelly or Dagnall, one of those two. Yeah, I think I think we're going to see a lot more of Kelly now between now and the end of the season, either in squads or, or getting minutes on the pitch. So I do wonder if they might even start him and if they need an extra centre-back, shift Dicko across because, well, if if the, if the planning has started for next season and Kelly is part of that... He needs well, games. Needs, he needs that time. He needs that, that, that relationship starting to build with the players around him. So I do wonder if that might be the way in. And if, if Collins is not perfectly fit, we have got we have got flexibility in the side. We've seen that with Matty Worthington, just able just to, calm as you like, just go play right back like he did against Woking. Just don't don't worry about it. I'll go right back. And then you've got players who can go and do different bits. We've got Charlie Lee who can go to centre-back and Jimmy Smith who can go in Charlie Lee's place. And So there is some flexibility. And with Collins, you feel he's just an out-and-out centre-back. So actually, the bench there may be more of a mind of, I've got players here that make moving the puzzle pieces around a little bit easier. If I've got Collins, I've just got a centre-back. But actually, having Kelly, I've got a left-back and I've got the ability to push someone else into centre-back along the way. You've got two chess pieces moving at once, you know what I mean? So I, I, I wonder if that's the thought with the with the bench. I'm surprised we're only five-man benches. Everyone else is seven because of COVID and stuff. I'm surprised we are down still just five. Is it just our league that's five? Yeah, um, League One and Two have gone up to seven, haven't they, for this year? They always were seven, got, weren't they? No, the championship was seven, and League One and Two were five, I think. Um, I'm not sure about that. I think I sure thought well, I thought the football league was seven. Regardless, we're not. <laughs> yeah. Oh no, it was the cups. It was the cups that weren't seven last year, and they've gone to seven in the FA Cup. That's what it was. Apologies, that's what it was. It was normally five in the FA Cup, and I remember when we had to play in it, we would drop randomly two subs because we could only have five. So they've they've increased that, but I'm surprised we haven't. Surprised we haven't gone to seven. I thought that might have been a, a way of making things a little bit easier. Get Warburton on the bench then, wouldn't you? Yeah, you would. <laughs> well, you better do. Um, <laughs> so yeah, find I, a keeper I, from I somewhere if... and put him on. Actually, yeah, <laughs> yeah, true. That'd be nice as well. <laughs> um, so yeah, I, I I do wonder if if Collins is kind of he's got to be close, hasn't he? And we may, and we may find out in three games time. When there's no Sass Davis, we may yeah. we may find out unless they're, unless they're aiming him for that and say, look, we don't need you until that point. Just get fit, just sort out whatever niggle is causing the issue. Just get set, get sorted, and come back for Barnet. I don't know. Yeah. Guesswork. And to answer the other half of Glover uh, Gab's question, where he asked, "Can we have official confirmation Ryan Burke has left the building and when?" Well, I can confirm he's left the building because I just Googled his name and came up with a Birmingham Mail article from a week ago where he played for Birmingham under-23s. and He got a six, so I'm guessing that's a six out of ten as opposed to our seven. But the description, of his, the description of his performance begins with the words, loves a tackle, <laughs> which is exactly how I remember it. Uh, yeah, I think his, according to Wikipedia, which is always precise and, and honest, um, it said his loan was until January anyway, so the end of January it would have expired. So didn't transparently talk about it though, did we? So there was no no transparency. No, which is unusual, isn't it? Really? Yeah, very, <laughs> very we, transparent about everything. We haven't got a lot of that, have we? We never got we never got confirmation that Jack Clark ever left, and then he turned up at Chesterfield. And he went, <laughs> off again. Oh yeah, he's gone. Yeah, he's definitely gone. He never. <laughs> We never got the uh, confirmation that Morgan Williams ever left until Gabby Osho turned up and wore his number. <laughs> okay, he's gone. Yeah, fine. Yeah, that's happened. Yeah, brilliant. Um, Harry Palmer just kind of left, didn't he? And then announced that he joins for someone else. So we haven't had we haven't had a lot of those, um, which is tough when you rely on four thousand loan deals, figuring out where they all are. 
Yeah. I think that's why no one's quite sure where Matt Warburton was. For that. <laughs> well, I think no it probably is, isn't it? It has to be why there are the questions because, you know, he's not been on the team sheet and, you know, we've been used to lone players vanishing down the back of the sofa. So, you know, it wouldn't be surprising if that had happened. But yeah. luckily he's been spotted in pictures. And we have seen him on the gram. Yeah. Yeah, that'd be another way to easily dispel these things, wouldn't it? Just, you know, training ground snaps of what's going on. Seems with, like... with a copy of today's newspaper in shot, just <laughs> so we know. Just right. so we know we're not borrowing old pictures. Here are the boys know, training and here's Thursday's... Makes it sound like he's been kidnapped. Yeah, here's Thursday's <laughs> Gazette. Like... <laughs> yes, exactly. Uh, okay. Do you I have any think... other questions? Um, uh, there's one from Probably. Mike Hudson. No of any half decent second hand car salesman in Yeovil. I'm not sure what that's in reference to. Possibly. <laughs> I, I don't know whether we could possibly comment. I don't think we should. Um, um I've, I've had a question directly to me actually, which I'm just going. Oh. This is from uh, Dave Pryor, uh, commentator extraordinaire. Um, question for Coatsy. Oh no! If we get the chance, I'm intrigued to know if last night's Ruben Reed finish is going to be his "I told you so" moment. And I think at the very beginning of this show, at the top of the show, I said it wasn't my "I told you so" moment, yeah. and there was a tear in my eye. <laughs> and uh, although I know this is only set up for me to bite on it, and, uh, consider, me, consider me biting with this. Honestly, the question came in. The question did come in. I have not made it up on the spot. I have been. I have been more complimentary about Ruben Reed than probably most uh, most Yeovil fans would uh, would honestly put their hand on their heart. Many of many of my friends are Ruben Reed. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Since the <laughs> since the Hartlepool game, as I said, I think I've been very impressed with him. Prior to that. Not so impressed, and I, I stand by that uh, that uh, review of his. Uh, you can keep saying it, but I don't so think say, anyone's going to believe you. You're speaking it into truth. So I hope that answers your question, Dave. <laughs> ben, have you got any questions? Yeah, did you? Sometimes uh, no, you get some sent to you, don't you? I ha- I haven't no, but I did. I did enjoy. There's a there's a tweet that was liked a couple of times last night and I'm sorry Craig but uh, Craig McCann tweeted at around about half time um, of the game last night and I will find the exact quote he said um, I have to keep scrolling crikey tweets a lot this guy Um, he said I think he said something like pausing pausing for effect pausing for effect talk amongst yourselves (laughs) <laughs> Talk amongst yourselves. Um, oh my I'm, word! I'm I sure I saw one after after one of the after their first goal, but that was Mike Cleverly who said we wouldn't have conceded if Reed was on the pitch. Just facts. I'm sure <laughs> it was something along the lines yeah, of. On those lines. <laughs> I've got a I've got a feeling Ruben reads the difference here and just left it, and then obviously he was the difference, just <laughs> at the wrong end. Ouch! He's outed him there. I, 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 I'm trying to find the exact quote because I don't want to unfairly throw somebody under the bus. I think we know you can't attribute it to anyone. No, I can't at it's the moment. Lost. It's cannot. lost in the, the Twitter world. It is. Apologies if it wasn't you, Craig. If it wasn't, I'll I'll make the I'll make it up to you on the next podcast. But no. I think it was you. No. Um, I will say this: there's a lot of rumours that by the time this goes live, that our pal Luke Ailing will be in an England squad. Wow. Hopefully. What an rumors achievement. That he, yeah. Rumours that he, because of um, a couple of players that are struggling abroad, Jude Bellingham might not be able to travel over, that uh, Gareth Southgate's going to look at a few players that he may not have otherwise had a look at. Well, we don't have many right-backs in the England setup, do we? Well, no. And the article I read was saying that he was considering um, a couple of Leeds players, Bamford and him, so if you are listening to this and Luke Ayling is in the England squad, well done, son. Well played. If you're listening to this and he's not made it and it was all just newspaper poppycock, sorry again. <laughs> Still uh, a horrific top. He, he, sh- he should have been in the England squad. 
one of those two will have yeah, I mean, he should have been in the England squad after he scored that goal against Birmingham for us, really. Correct. Um, yeah, that would have been that would have been fair. Um, right. Can I just add, uh, Ben? I, I found the tweet for you because it yes. actually, it, 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 it tags me in it at uh, eight eight thirty six on Tuesday night. Craig McCann said, "Hate to say it for Coachy Boy's sake, but I think Reed is the difference here." Oof. There you go. That's a direct quote. Oh, <laughs> Craig. Can I can I have next week's lottery numbers, please, so I can put on the exact opposite ones? Well, you could ask him uh, the next five players for the quiz, if you like, Ben, because... Keep talking, Ben, keep talking. Coming up now is the rematch, just so you know. Oh, what? <laughs> well, because... I wasn't expecting this. I thought this was just a Sunday thing. Well, we're, oh, we're mixing no. it up, aren't we, on Sunday? So, um... We've got to do it tonight, but it's time. It's ch- your chance to get level. Oh, my chance to get humiliated again. <laughs> well, I've made sure I've picked some players that you should know, seeing as you seem to kick off about. <laughs> oh, I'm not. I'm not having that. <laughs> Other than Al James Halligan, give you Al James Halligan, Kevin Amankwa, Adrian Caceres, Gary. You got Gary Roberts. So these are all players. These are. I'm sure you and I have been at games where those players are <laughs> playing together. So I'm not having. He's he's too old. Therefore, he knows who his old players are. He he does spreadsheets, Ian. He does spreadsheets. I don't do spreadsheets. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> you. He who is without sin cast the first stone. I, I can't believe that Ben. I love statistics. Barrett has never done a spreadsheet. Didn't Ben? Life. Ben, mate, you sent me a list of the entire history of Yeovil players. <laughs> oh, that's like, that's inconvenient. Isn't it? <laughs> That's inconvenient. <laughs> I mean, yeah, granted, it didn't a, that... it, it didn't tell you, you know, what clubs they played yeah. for before, but if, I, if I'd known this was going to happen, I would have gone through that process. Okay. <laughs> oh. okay. Okay. Are you ready? Okay. Are Come you on. both oh, ready? I'm born ready. Okay. Here's the first one. Gresley Rovers, Southport, Oxford United, Chester City. Yeovil Town, Bournemouth, Dorchester Town. Scott Kayett. Oh, Coatsy in in first time as well. Remember him playing for uh, Southport. Scott Kayett. Yeah. Went to Bournemouth after us. Yeah. He moved to Bournemouth in summer of 2008 at the age of 32 after being allowed to leave Yeovil by mutual consent. They were quite a way down the league by then, I'd imagine. Yeah, but still. Well, right, okay. Now he's coach at Crystal Palace, isn't he? He is, yeah. Is he? Yeah. yeah. Very, very highly thought of, by the way. He and Anthony Barry. Where, where's Anthony Barry just got a job? So, got Republic uh, of no. Ireland, isn't it? Republic of Ireland. He was at Chelsea. Chelsea. Yeah, with Lampard. Very highly thought of. Very highly thought of, those two. Right. There you yeah. go. Okay, right. One nil to Coatsy. Okay, London City, Den Haag, Lingby, Yeovil Town, Falkirk. Josh Wagner. There we go. Joshua Frederick Wagner. Frederick. Genuinely, genuinely, one of the nicest blokes I've ever met in in to do with football. Just could not do. I was at I was at Yeovil at the time he was there on work experience, and couldn't do enough for me as just a, a trainee journalist. Do you want to interview someone else? I'll come and sit with you. And I sat in H's office and interviewed him, and it was a program piece or a website piece. And every time we sort of bumped into one another, oh, how you doing? How was that essay you did? How was that done? And then we got battered away at Leeds. Uh, Beckford got a hat trick. And Neil Kilkenny scored a wonder goal past him. And uh, H didn't make the trip as press officer. I did it. I did it all solo. And after the game, I interviewed the gaffer. And afterwards, I said, Can I, is there a chance of a player thinking, assuming he'd say no? And he went, no, no, Josh, Josh said he'll come and help. But Josh Wagoner, who just scored, who just conceded four goals, came out and did a proper interview with me and gave me all the time in the world. And that, I thought, was a real touch of class from him. So he goes down very highly in my in my estimations as a as just a bloke. Couldn't kick a ball straight for shit, mind. <laughs> but just a really nice guy. <laughs> right, he's from Canada. They're all nice in Canada, yeah. aren't they? That, do you know what? He absolutely is. He absolutely is. 
So there you go. That's my little Josh Wagoner story. Okay. He, um... Ian, Ian's picking Ben's mates in the quiz. That's <laughs> <what> <laughs> <laughs> right. Oh, and also on that game, on Neil Kenny, Neil Kilkenny scoring that worldie, my headline on the website was, oh my God, it's Kilkenny. <laughs> and H, and, and H deleted it and put Beckford Hattrick seals Yeovil's fate or something. Uh, I was no. fuming. <laughs> didn't, he didn't get a reference, mate. He didn't get that reference. No, didn't get it. He's not a South Park fan. No. Okay. Right. 1-1. One, one. This is closest has ever been. Uh, Tranmere Rovers. Hull City. Scunthorpe United. Sheffield Wednesday. Lincoln City. Yeovil Which Town. Oh, he's in again. It's 2-1. I wasn't far away, you know. I wasn't far away. Well, you know, I, I was I, waiting I, for one more when you said Scunthorpe. That yeah. Oh. Yeah, I wasn't. I, I knew that one. I wasn't far away. That's fine. That's okay. Okay. Let's see if you can level it up here, Please, um, Ben. Richard Hines. Richard Hines. <laughs> argue, got argue, <laughs> no. It's a question. It's a question. The most underrated player of our promotion year? Agreed. Yeah. He was... Um... How, how bloody good was he at the start of that season? Yeah, massively. How good was he? So so good, and it it was almost a shame that we were. And I have nothing against Lewis Young, but at the last minute we were going to bring on Lewis Young in the final, and part of me really wanted to bring Richard Hines on instead, just to sit at the back because obviously Webster and Bernard formed this incredible partnership. But the work Hines did, I'm I'm hoping Richie Hines enjoyed that as much as he possibly could because he was blooming vital in it. Really was. Move on. Okay, need to level this up here, Ben, so that it's a, a tense finish. Come on. Watford, MK Dons, Stockport County, Bristol Rovers, Yeovil Town, Plymouth Argyle. Joe Edwards? Meh. No. Ben, the floor is yours. Just start again. <laughs> if I start again, the floor is both of yours. Oh, God, okay. Watford. We signed him. Oh, yeah. you don't, do you want me to go? No, go, 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 go. Watford. MK Dons. Can I say? S- can I go? Yeah, you can go. Don Blizzard? It oh. is Don Blizzard. Uh, the most overrated member of our... No, I'm joking. Sorry <laughs> <laughs> about Don Blizzard. Ah, uh, well... No. no, although didn't he miss Wembley because he had the runs? <laughs> Now that's a good is that, a marathon. Was that not, is that a myth? Is that a myth? Maybe we'll have to ask. <laughs> we'll have to, I'm not we'll sure we'll you can say that, Ben. <laughs> I'm not sure. I, I, I heard it through the grapevine that he was poorly. Okay. Okay. Um, do you want to do the fifth one or should we leave yeah, it? Because... Yeah, no, I do. But I do because I feel like I was in with a chance this time. Okay. Okay. If you think so. Um... <laughs> Don't wind him. <laughs> I might struggle with one of the pronunciations on one of these. Okay, so Nancy, Laval, Mons, Hasetapa Sport Kibalu. Oh, he's in. I haven't even got to England yet, and he's got him. I remember Nancy. Who was it? Zokes. I don't want to play Dave anymore. Can can I play someone else? (laughs) His winner stays on. You've got to play with yourself now. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. You can tell it's a Wednesday rather than a Thursday. Oh, we're totally we're, out of sync we're here. All out of sync here, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> this is ridiculous. Oh, good audio. So I think now I think Dave has proven beyond all shadow of a doubt he knows more about Yeovil Town players than Ben does. So I think he needs a new challenger for the next uh, for the next one. So if you feel I'm like happy you, to step aside. Yeah, if you feel like you can. Uh, you can uh, go up against Dave, then we can arrange something. We can arrange something, and you can uh, compete for the title of staying on the uh, the name that player. Ian Ian in some kind of Eddie Hearn style uh, way. Here. <laughs> I don't know who that makes me. Certainly not Anthony Joshua. <laughs> oh, brilliant! And if you don't feel like you can take on Dave, the supercomputer of YTFC archives, you can take me on and win and feel great about yourself. It's fine. I don't mind either yeah. or. You can be Step the up to the plate. Yeah. I feel like we need D- the... we need Dave to cut a promo and you know really hype himself up. <laughs> if he is the Hulk Hogan of this podcast, 
Um, what you gonna do, brother, when Coachy <laughs> Boy runs wild on you? <laughs> that was the worst Hogan ever. Work. <laughs> yes, I don't mind. <laughs> yeah, you don't really want to impersonate that man. No, no. Okay, I think I think we've we've done our bit for the Yeovil Town supporters this week. I have a question first, looking forward. Oh, I, I think this might be a nice way. Uh, yeah, and I think this might be a nice way to end the podcast actually to bring it back to some actual football. And away from Hulk Hogan. And redeem yourself. A do you bit. think? Do you think? Because we've got two of these coming up. Do you think the double header changes the way we go about the first game in any kind of way, shape, or form? We've got Solihull back to back in exactly the same away three o'clock Saturday, home seven forty-five the following the following Tuesday. Does it change anything, or do you think it might change things in between? I know we've got something a little bit different lined up for the podcast in between the two Notts County games. Do you think we approach this differently? Do you approach it because you don't approach it as a ninety-minute thing? You've got, have have we got to approach it as a one hundred and eighty-minute thing? No, no, I no, I think I think based on what you said earlier, Ben, about these two games probably being the ones that make or break us, we. It, We've only got one way we can approach both these games, haven't we? Which is to go to um, to win them. And I think we've said before now that that's probably all. What? Why not do that for the rest of the season? Can't go down. So we, we, we've just got to go. We've got to go hell for leather into them, I think. Uh, and if they've got a little bit of a, uh, a wobble about them, uh, not to county as some of their recent forms suggest they have, then that could very well be the best way to go about it. Soften them up, and then when they've got an eye on the trophy, as you said uh, earlier on, uh, you know, dispatch them at Hewish Park as well. So, no, I, I don't think... I think if there'd been some different results, maybe even if Tuesday was a different result, you could possibly say that, but I don't think we have a choice. We've got to, got to, got to go for them. Nah, hashtag win them all. Win them. Win them all. <laughs> win them all. Win we them. don't draw. Yeah, please don't draw, but not to the extent where you score own goals in the 97th minute. Yeah, yeah. Ben, it's a bit long for a hashtag. We just got it's over a bit long it. for a hashtag. I feel like we just talked our way over it, and now we're ending on on it back. Right, we may have talked our way over it, but the only thing that didn't go over was Ruben Reed's header. <laughs> ah, I'm calling it. I'm calling it. <laughs> Cheers. What was he trying to do? I don't know what he was trying to do. Right, I'm going. <laughs> and with a quick turn, skipper Alex Dock slams it in. Lindergaard making Morris backpedal. Davis looking to help it into the path of Morris. He's found him via the deflection. It's Aaron Davis. He could win it. He probably has won it for Yeovil. Oh, and it's an opening goal. What a start. Madden, after just six minutes, gives Yeovil the lead. Stansfield, good turn away from Trott. Go! 